everybody. It's Kai. This is Politics Inside Out. Andrea Seabrook on the other end of the phone in Washington, D.C. Hello. Hello, hello. You go hello, and I go hello. Anyway, um, now that we got the highs out of the way, I have uh, a name for you. You ready? Ready. And and it's about as inside outy as one gets. Here it comes. Gary Cohn. Discuss. Gary Cohn. Well, we're back to Goldman Sachs land. Back to Goldman Sachs land. Gary Cohn has been nominated by the, or will be nominated by the um, president-elect. Um, to be the head of the National Economic Council, which is basically the in-house economic policy shop uh, at the White House. Fascinating. The guy's number two at Goldman Sachs. He is like the third or fourth Goldman Sachs alum to join the cabinet. You got Mnuchin at Treasury. You got Steve Bannon, uh, who's the chief strategist. And now you have Gary Cohn. It's just fascinating. We are we are draining that swamp uh, in reverse. <laughs> I'm just saying. Right. I mean, come uh, on. We're, we're, right. We're transferring the Everglades to right. uh, to uh, somewhere else. Yeah. Right. OK. I'm confused. I oh. guess I'm confused. You know, I've, right. I've spent a lot more time on politics than I have on economics. And yeah. I know that. Vice versa. Yeah. Y- y- yeah. And um, what is it? What is a Goldman Sachs so, guy? So, so here's what my here's my take. Right. Um, uh, a Goldman Sachs guy is, first of all, a person from a fr- or a woman, frankly, but they all have been men. So we just have to say that. But there are women at Goldman Sachs. A Goldman Sachs person is somebody who comes, first of all, from a firm with a long history of public service. Right. I mean, that as the, the longtime CEO of Goldman Sachs back in the 50s and 60s, whose name escapes me. Um, explicitly stated that that was a goal of this company, to have people who understood the markets, who understood Wall Street, who understood big institutional banking in this country, and have them participate in government. Because, item number two, you don't want somebody at Treasury or doing economic policy for the White House who doesn't understand just, for instance, how the bond market works or what the mentality of Wall Street is, right? You don't want somebody who's in their pocket. Let me just take care of the Elizabeth Warren uh, wing of of listenership, right? Mm-hmm. You don't want somebody who's in their pocket. You don't want that. But what you do want is somebody who will be a valuable public servant, do what he or she thinks is best for the country, and does that by understanding what Wall Street is all about. And a great example, honestly, is Henry Paulson, the guy who used to run Goldman Sachs, who came on to be Bush's Treasury Secretary. I think it was Bush's third Treasury Secretary and got us through the financial crisis with Ben Bernanke and and uh, and uh, Tim Geithner. So so Goldman has become a pejorative, but I would argue that it is, in the purest sense, an asset to have on your resume when you're going to Washington. And and you guys know where to send those cards and letters calling me a, a captive of, <laughs> of, of the Wall Street state. I understand that. It's at Kai Rizdal. Get me on Twitter. I, you know, I mean, I, I understand yeah, that, no, but I but, it, but it's true, you. right? No more do you is want it, somebody driving. Like, yes, because you I, I don't know. I'll tell no you what. No one knows. Here, no here's one the knows deal. that guy. Here, here's the deal. So I understand, not me, Joe person or Mary person on the street understands banking to this extent. They go to the bank, they get maybe a mortgage or they get a home equity line of credit or mm-hmm. they get a car loan or maybe they get a little more sophisticated and they refinance their mortgage. Think of that as all right, this is going to be a little troubled metaphor here. Thinking of, think of that as flying a, a Cessna 172, okay? A, a small, <laughs> single-engine civilian aircraft, okay? Because we're going to get to aircraft later in, we're going to get to aircraft okay. later in the show, right? Yeah, think okay. of that relationship with banking as flying a Cessna 172. Then think of Wall Street as flying the F-35 brand-new strike fighter, right? It's an entirely different universe and and it requires a different set of experiences. It requires a different level of training, and it requires a different mindset. Does that make sense? I see. Yeah, and, yeah. And that's like my a... pitch for having somebody who knows Wall Street I- inside government. You're right. It's like high school theater versus Broadway. 
Uh, I don't know if I buy that. Uh, but but okay, if that's the <laughs> one you want to use, that's something fine. Out of that's the world. Yeah, so, no. so so that's what I think. Uh, so it's and, a good thing when you're when you're run. So what you're saying, let me you know correct me if I'm wrong, but like what you're saying is that, thank you. This is a, uh, a, a, a like there is no there is no more important <sighs> joint strike fighter. There's no important jet aircraft. There's no important uh, space shuttle. There's no there's no economy more important or controlled for the entire the, the whole entire universe than that of the United well, for, States. For, and so you better now, know anyway. somebody right for now. And so you better have somebody you know riding you, you the want somebody who knows whatever. what they're doing and and now now you know uh, we will get comments and complaints about this because they will criticize Mnuchin and and ba- let's take Bannon out of this right because he was at he was at Goldman a long time ago and he he has has uh the Breitbart baggage which is not part of this podcast right but yes. let's take Gary Cohn and let's take Mnuchin okay um, you can disagree with them on politics. You can disagree with them on economic policy. You can disagree with them on on how they plan to execute the president-elect's uh, economic strategy. What you can't argue with them about is that they don't know what they're doing, right? They know where the levers are and how to make it work. And, and that is what you want. Policy decisions aside. So what's so great about Goldman? Well, no, it, it goes back to the fact that this is a firm with a long, long history of public service. And, and that's really it. That's really it. I mean, Gold, Goldman. There aren't other ones? Uh, not to the extent that, that Goldman has participated in public service. I mean, there are other people from firms, but not at the what high level. What does that level. even mean? What do you mean? To participate in public service. To go what to have they when, done? when the president calls to leave your cushy, cushy, cushy job on Wall Street, manipulating the strings of the American economy on a on a capital access basis, right? To take $172,000 a year to get Congress to yell at you three times a year when they summon you for, for hearings, <laughs> right? I mean, that's what public yeah. service means. That's where I am. Okay, but let's, um, let's point out, let me, let me yeah, take go ahead. this moment And then, and then we should move on because there's more airplanes yeah. to talk about. Let me, yeah, airplanes. You well, like airplanes. I like airplanes. Uh, so let me point out that uh, members, uh, appointed members of the president's cabinet or any appointee, um, there's a special law in the uh, federal code that says that anyone who needs to divest or must divest uh, from companies that, you know, may create a conflict of interest or or a business, right. you know, yep. uh, conflict yep. of interest that that. that um, and this is let's talk. This is a this is a population of like, I don't know, oh, two hundred. Top, stop, 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 stop. Yeah, right, right. People like I don't know everyone who's been appointed from Goldman right. Sachs, yep. maybe yep. to you know, they they there's a special dispensation that says that they can delay. How do you say this? Kai? Defer. Defer. Thank you. Defer their losses. Uh, in uh, on their tax return from having to divest. In other words, I'm going to sell mm, a million, a billion dollars worth of assets. Right. Okay, let's call it. Let's let's be conservative and call it a hundred million dollars worth of assets, um, which would make me pay unbelievable capital gains tax. But since I was appointed to public service and now I am a public servant, I can defer you, the taxes you, I might you, pay. You say that. that like it's a bad word. We actually want people. To be able to enter government service without having to pay a substantial financial penalty, right? Henry well, Paulson, I bet they did, want I mean, that all those, too. they, of course they want it. And I get that. But are you going to, would you rather somebody who the president decides he or she wants, right, is going to say, nope, not going to do it because it's going to cost me too much money? 
And and I understand that. You think one, it doesn't cost anyone money to go into it, public no, it, service? I I absolutely think it, I absolutely rich? I absolutely think it does. I absolutely think it does. And when you are nominated to one of these senior jobs, you get that special dispensation. You don't get it when you're the you know third assistant secretary for Middle Eastern Affairs. That's because not the way. That's not what make, that's that's not what the, the way the law is set up. Because you don't make hundreds should, of millions of dollars. Should no, should you have a thing. complaint with this? Go see the Congress of the United States. Yeah, totally. And there, there are a few people who, uh, in like ham-handedly in a stupid way, have tried to rein that in. You bet. Uh, I don't blame that. But like, why should it be? Why should the tax code bend itself around billionaires to uh, to come into public service when there are people who who get a tax hit or say a pay hit yep. from coming into public service um, everywhere else? And let me just like. Do I need a conflict of interest disclaimer here, by the way? I don't think so. My husband is the is one of the heads of cybersecurity for Homeland. Right. So it's not like he was ma- he you guys could be making, making some s- bank, yeah. He could be. <laughs> but instead but instead <laughs> he, goes to public he works he works for and, Homeland and, Security. And, and does I'm, he get does he get some special dispensation from the government about taxes? I, I, I'm gonna say this again. Get get in your car and go down to Capitol Hill and complain to the Congress of the United States. But I take, oh, but I, me. but I, but I take your point. You see I my take point? Your, I, I absolutely take your point. And I guess the response is, we want people to enter the highest levels of government service, right? And that is, that is where, from whence you get the billionaires and the multimillionaires, right? I mean, we should take, yeah. we should, we should okay. say that the billionaire part of this conversation is new to the Trump administration, right? Yes, and the underlying, the underpinning philosophy of what you're saying is that we uh, esteem people who have made boatloads of money more than people who have not. And so if people have made boatloads of money, then they must be better at what they do. And therefore, we should want them more in government than people who have opted not to do that. The name of the podcast is Politics Inside Out. And that and that is literally the way. No, that is literally that conversation right there. Am right. Because that's exactly wrong? what it no, is. Okay. No, that was I mean, yeah. that's exactly what it is. And so yeah. that, and that is the norm. I hate to use that word. Right. Because we're using it yeah. a lot these days. But that is the norm that has been established. And it will be interesting to see, by the by, if the first billionaire president decides to do anything about that. Here's a hint. No, he won't. <laughs> Right. He just won't. Um, uh, You did. I know. I know. I heard that. We're going to leave that in. Um, One last thing. And then we got a boogie because, you know, we all have day jobs. Um, I said there was going to be more airplane talk here. The the whole F-35 thing, I think, is fascinating. This idea that um, Donald Trump tweeting this morning. Oh, my God. I'm sorry I mentioned that. Tweeting about Lockheed Martin and its brand new spiffy aircraft. The reason we're talking about it today is that Israel took delivery of two of them. These are the airplanes that cost like $110 million a copy. It's a trillion dollar program. They've ordered se- Israel has ordered 17. 17, more. right. Uh, so, so here's the interesting part. Once again, the president-elect tweets about an American company that, unlike Boeing, which lost 1% of its value and then regained it, so far today, Boeing has lost 4%, I mean, uh, Lockheed Martin has lost 4% of its value and counting, and it's still down. It's like billions of dollars that one tweet about an airplane be too expensive is costing an American company. And I just, this, this, this industrial policy by tweet is endlessly fascinating. And the thing that I find so fascinating in it is that the markets could be so 
swayed by the tweet of, uh, you know, the president of the United States. Because, yep. frankly, the president of the United States has so little to do with the contract to I buy know. the F-35s or continue or, to or buy the, the F-35s. Force ones. I know. So here it is. I'm, looking at, the tic- I'm looking at the ticker right now. So it's down. Yeah, and and here we are. It is 1237 and 45 seconds in the afternoon Pacific. in Los Angeles. Pacific in Los Angeles. And Lockheed Martin is down uh, 2.49% at the moment. It was down 8% uh, at the open. Um, okay. I, it's just, it's amazing. It's coming back a little it, bit. Uh, coming back. But it's still billions of dollars. And I just, it's billions uh, what are we going to do about this? I, I guess we're just going to, I guess we're just going to deal with it. Maybe there's a civic lesson in here for stock traders yeah, <laughs> or like know. financial advisors, because the frank, you know, the, the the truth is that no matter how much, and it's not just it's not just Donald Trump. It's John McCain. It's uh, a lot of people who know that it's absolutely true that the F thirty five program, yep. uh, it, with Lockheed, and by the way, it's uh, it's it's a uh, BAE, BAE it's, systems, uh, right, right. Right. You know, there there are a bunch of other organizations, big, big, but, big but, contractors. But, but, right. It's been a total mess for like horrible. Right. a decade it's, it, and it, a half. Right. It's like a trillion and a, literally a trillion and a half dollar program. But here's the deal, right? I will guarantee you, I don't know this for a fact, but I, w- I would bet good, solid American money that there is a component of that airplane w- made in each and every of the 50 states. Oh, that is right? exactly and, the truth. And right? that's why this plane is going yes. nowhere. It's going to stay right. on the books and it's going to keep getting made because, you know. What they forget. Uh, right. Yes, what, what politicians at the national level or people who <clears throat> have never been in an elective office before <laughs> forget <laughs> is that Congress really, like yep. they hold the power of the purse yep. and every single congressman knows two things. One, they get reelected by bringing home those contracts. And two... They will. They have been here before mm-hmm. any current president, yeah, and, and they, they, will, will they will be here, be here after, That's exactly after right. that is exactly any current right. president. And there have been like three presidents since the beginning yep. of the this program, and they they like they they have a kind of perspective that someone coming in and with their bluster <clears throat> again, not naming names, with their bluster and I'm going to do this and that right. that 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 person doesn't no, have. No, you're not. All right, we are going to bring it home. Politics Inside Out is the podcast. Andrea Seabrook uh, at Radio Babe. Me, Kai Rizdahl, at Kai Rizdahl. Um, and, and we're out. We're back uh, tomorrow. Bye. Bye. This is APM.